Welcome to Opening Presence, the podcast about creative self-realization. My name is Aaron Robinson. Thank you so much for joining me. In today's episode, I sit down with Stephen Sala and Ian Lockhart, two of my best friends who flew up to Portland to surprise me for my birthday, along with my brother Ryan, his girlfriend Olivia, and our friend Scott. The city was covered in snow, so we spent most of our time together at an Airbnb, eating good food, telling stories, and laughing our asses off. This was truly the best birthday I've ever had, and words can't describe how much I love you guys. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. This episode, make sure to share it with a friend. Now, without further ado, welcome to Opening Presence. Pow! Welcome to Opening Presence. My name is Aaron Robinson, here for a special birthday edition. It is my birthday tomorrow. Special birthday. Yes, very special birthday. I think it's special because I have two wonderful guests. We are in a house with five wonderful people, six including me, seven including Rocco. Uh, My brother and his girlfriend Olivia are making breakfast. As they do every morning. As they have (laughs) done every morning. they're doing that in the kitchen. We got Scott, who I just recorded a podcast with uh, last night. He's doing stocks or something in in the living room. I think I guessed correctly with that big smile. Wall Street bets. Wall Street bets. <laughs> Rocco is just hanging in the living room because he's been a sweet pup all week. He got to sleep in a king-size bed for a few days, and we are here. We are here. Coffee is brewing. I have yet to get my cup. But anyways, I want to introduce uh, two of my best friends in the whole world, Steven Sala and Ian Lockhart. How are you two doing? Chill it, man. Pretty good, man. Thank Pretty you. Pretty good. <laughs> I, <laughs> we did I, it. I, I, I got so my cup of coffee in, so I'm, uh, I'm over here smiling and just grinning and just letting this flow. So I'm let's... one and a half in. I'm <laughs> one and a half in. Right. Yeah, that's that's the point where I get like a little, little like jittery. antsy. Yeah, little I was like, ah! it's coming. I it's got coming a boo boo. So. Yeah. <laughs> Way ahead of you. Yeah. So outside is like the the snow is quickly turning to ice. Apparently, there's an outage, it's like an electric electric outage, but. So we'll kind of give like a another dive a little bit more into the details. So my birthday is February 16th. Uh, we had planned for Stephen to cruise up. We had spoken uh, a couple months ago and, and Stephen planned on visiting me in Portland. And I didn't have a whole lot planned for him to, to come up. A um, couple nights ago, I was uh, at home just recording or just editing some things and then I hear a knock on the on the door and I come out and I see Steven, Ian, my brother, Olivia and Scott all on my doorstep who all came up from San Diego 
to surprise me. And well, yeah, the whole surprise. time you thought it was just gonna be me. Yeah, right? the whole yeah, the whole time. And I kept like trying to ask, like, "Hey, what what are we doing? Are we doing anything?" You're like, "Oh, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. It's gonna snow. No plans. Chill. Yeah, me, you and Rocco. Yeah. So we've been we've been but, just kicking it at this this really nice Airbnb for the last like three days. So super nice. Dude, yeah. Ryan set it all up. You got everything, buddy. But here. Oh yeah. Yeah, so thank you guys for for being here and everybody in this room for making this uh, uh, the best, honestly, like the best birthday I've ever had. So halfway to sixty four. Halfway, halfway to sixty four. You can almost retire now. (laughs) Dope. So I want to go into like kind of like the origin stories of because you know like people come into our lives for different reasons, different sometimes for a season, reason or a season, but the both of you have kind of been fixtures in my life as I've become an adult and and will continue and it's just been great to just like learn and grow uh with you guys and just have like a genuine connection um that's outside of like who you went to high school with and stuff like this is just like as adults we get to find we get to choose our family we get to choose our tribe and and we don't have to just settle with like what we were given and we gravitated towards each other and chose each other and and we consistently reinvest uh uh in these relationships so i want to kind of go into steven i guess i'll like <laughs> we'll i'll let you kind of like introduce yourself and and uh kind of like go into how we came into each other's life and then we'll do the same with ian all right so uh when i moved to san diego uh one of the first jobs i had i worked with aaron and to be honest, when whenever we like talked, whenever we did anything together, you just looked at things so differently. <laughs> it was like a perspective that I never had on anything, you know, and you would just like say different things and be like, whoa, I never thought about it like that. Like, and that intrigued me a lot, you know. So I just kept wanting to get to know you and get to know like why, why you look at things that way, why, how you see it. And mm. Every time I do that, I keep getting more and more amazed huh. just because you have such a cool perspective on the world. Yeah, thank you. And, yeah, so we worked at Costco. Uh, <laughs> I remember you, like, you were freaking yoked, dude. <laughs> like, you had a bald head. You had, like, like an old Arnold physique, like a tapered waist. Tapered waist, like. Wear the same jeans every day. <laughs> bald, bald head. You have like a mane now, but you had a bald head. I used to shave my head every week. Yeah, baby. yeah. Big, right, your head as like, a, uh, like you're like 24, 24 hey, or something. First of all, I think everybody should shave their head at least once in their life. It's a renewing experience. Right? Yeah, I've, 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 I've everybody should try to his shoulders right now. So just for you guys envision. Yeah, he's <laughs> busy like, like Jesus right? right now. He's Jesus. A little different than when you met me. Yeah. So we worked at Costco Wholesale, moving around like pallets of heavy stuff. Uh, I guess I I think you definitely got me into like really like hitting the gym and stuff because that was like a a thing. Like after work, we'd just be like like a full day's work, like doing night merchandise and getting off at 11 p.m. and then going to the gym immediately after that. We definitely had like a little like workplace like culture that centered around just like. I don't know. It was just like fun, honestly. Hundred percent. Yeah. I think every work that you do should be fun. Yeah. And to be honest, I wasn't doing anything else during the day. I would literally like work out, go to work where we're working out, meet up with you guys, and then go work out again. Mm-hmm. 
but it was I a do. lot of fun, dude. That's, that's yeah. the thing. Working there was a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it was, was a cool. lot of fun. And, and Costco was cool because there was like hundreds of people there. There was always parties like, oh, what are you guys doing this weekend? And, you know, we always had our little group. Yeah. But then beyond that, there was so many other people that were. Yeah. Everything was we're like, like the ringleaders, like yeah. doing like like Harney sushi, like in, in Oceanside yeah. and like have like a big table and just, I don't know. Yeah. Every was, day off, there were baseball games, football games. Yeah. Basketball games. That's yeah. a good time. Yeah. That was a whole lot of fun. And, and since it's just, we've just like kept in contact, like you've since like grown and developed and started a family and you're like the closest person to me that has a real like a family family and and it's been a beautiful thing to watch you grow and evolve as a father i do want to like dive into that but i want to i want to take a little venture over to ian and kind of like the the groundworks of of uh our relationship and growing up or growing up but like being neighbors and i remember when ryan when ryan like was like ryan was uh, living with with me at that one spot and he was just like oh yeah we have a we have a neighbor like i was like oh yeah he's like yeah it's a black guy he's like he's a a buff black guy (laughs) yeah what are your oh yeah what are your like memories or or uh i guess reflections on like the times of just like living being neighbors and just like kind of like growing and developing and just like hanging out with one another like i would say like both of our friendships like steven and you it's like it's really like casual like we're really just hanging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really bumping into each other. Uh, super funny you say that because uh, I think I was doing yard work outside the first time um, I got introduced to your brother. So he pulled up in the uh, the silver bullet, his old Honda Accord, what we used to call it. Um, and I was literally hoeing my lawn. So I was just like, edging, you know, straightening the edges of the lawn. I had, you know, this giant hat on, you know, to keep the sun off me. He rolls up, you know, sees me doing that. And he's like, what's up? And I was like, what's up? <laughs> and from there, it's pretty much we just start talking and hanging out um he introduced me to his brother which is right here in front of me uh leading this amazing podcast and um you know it was kind of just history from there we started uh, going out more and more um you know going out the bars just doing regular stuff um hanging out over the house when there's nothing really to do and um that's when i started to started to learn a little bit more about you know aaron robinson <laughs> that was that was on the service um very interesting and funny and i think i think steven hit the nail right on the head where he said uh some of the terms of Aaron see things very differently. And it took me a couple minutes. I, first, I was like, it says some interesting stuff sometimes. <laughs> sometimes think, it's not necessarily think, a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was meant to be a little bit deeper. And um, that's one thing I've always um, admired about you and kind of find found super inquisitive, at least to me, is um, whenever we could be out, you know, having conversations or be at an event or something like that. And uh, you always seem to be a lot more in tune than I was and a lot more interested in almost the the unsaid of the conversation and what maybe what wasn't said maybe the 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 underlying dynamic of a conversation or something that was happening um or maybe like the the 30,000 foot view or like the third person view you Mm. know what I mean and uh, you seem to kind of be able to vibe off that really really well so I always thought that was Mm. that was pretty interesting so I was like I think I need to learn learn a little bit more about this Aaron cat so um start learning you know about you hanging out more and more and the layer started unfolding um became you know closer and closer friends but um, it was a good time. You always had that good energy, man. So uh, it was much appreciated. Um, yeah, we just kept hanging out. You know, you ended up moving up here. Had a couple of tears. <laughs> that move, but yeah, we made a few trips back up here to see you. Um, always, always a really good time. This is our first snow trip. <laughs> yeah, right. Snowed is snow and rain and slurpy like slush, slush all over the place. Yeah. But uh, 
it's still a good time nonetheless when you're around good people, uh, good energy, good vibes, and things like that. So, um, yeah, man, just yeah, making more uh, checks in the box for for now and more to come in the future. For sure. Yeah, thank you guys for saying those things and providing, like, a place for me to be myself because I feel like, like, growing up, like, same person, like, same, like, outlooks and stuff, but never – nobody was listening. Like, nobody would, like, really just, like, be like oh like we want to learn more it's more so just like what does the group want like just overruled it was just like right. overruled 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 i was like all right so i can't <laughs> i can't speak my truth and and to have friends like you guys that like like are really like engaged like with me and stuff and i'm just like all right cool like not that i'm like a redheaded stepchild or anything but it's just it's just nice to be heard and and hopefully i can i can be the same for you guys and and like whatever is going on, it's like let's learn and grow and eat bug meat together. <laughs> bug meat. Uh, maybe that'll maybe come out that a little bit later in the podcast. I, know, I was gonna bug say meat. bug meat. Like, there, there was a point. There was a point where like you're so you're so inquisitive, and I was like, oh yeah, you are too. We're gonna have to introduce that one while we're on uh, Oh man, that was a good can't game, believe man. you guys won off bug meat. I know. And we lost to Unicorn Dynasty. Told you, yeah. deep thinker over here, I man. I, I knew, I knew no, we could win. So I told you, Aaron yeah. sees things, uh, man. Maybe a little too deep, <laughs> right? For, for bug meat. Yeah, we're playing this associative word game called Code Names last night, where you have Great to like, game. you have to like, you have to like decide like and, you have and, to give codes me and scott were dominating yeah dominating. Y'all, y'all were y'all had y'all had y'all had confidence they were does not hard. mean you were, were you're dominating yeah, you, you, you had a lot, lot of confidence we were playing the game right yeah until you guys, you guys we were riding high confidence there's another c too but uh, we won't we won't get get into that there's a big difference we'll between confidence and confidence right? <laughs> oh, okay. and we're confident for sure <laughs> they were good they were good they put yeah. up a really good yeah and then and then i had to we had ian gave a a hint for meat one of them was ham and i was like oh obviously like that's it and then there was like a whole board of all of these words like <laughs> like tractor vision like eyes Crazy. like just random stuff and i had to find an, an associative word to meat and i chose bug you guys are on the same frequency you pick it <laughs> tarantula tenderloin yeah right but yeah, let's. Uh, I want to go into like kind of like your guys's like like upbringings and stuff. Like, where did you guys come from? Like, what where did you grow up? How did you how did you get to San Diego? That's that's the like that's it right there. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah I'll I'll go. Um, I grew up in the Bay Area, and okay. I came down to San Diego for community college. Had a friend that had a room open, so I was like, oh hell yeah, I'll be down here. And then uh, I went to community college down here. Uh, I got accepted to a university back up in the Bay Area, but a week before I left, I met my wife, and we did the long distance thing for like three years while I was finished up the university up Ooh, in Santa Cruz. Time. Came back down here, and the rest is history. Started a family, got two beautiful <laughs> kids. and Beautiful family, yeah, by the way. Beautiful family. Setting down roots in Carlsbad. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. That, how was it doing the long distance thing? Dude, if we could do the long distance thing, we could do anything. I would feel like that was the hardest part of our relationship. Yeah. Um, not being able to, like, lay down next to the person you love, you know, having to talk over Skype. We would play, like, Battleship over Skype. <laughs> like, you guys, are you ready to start the movie? All right, ready? One, two, three, go. And it's like, oh, man, looking back on it, like, you do what you got to do. Yeah. And 
we got two kids and everything's so much easier now yeah. that we can like be together and like share each other's thoughts a lot easier. Yeah. How, cause how would you say like your family, like your like family growing up, like in the Bay differs from the family you have now that you've expanded into? Because I feel like your family, like you have like a really like big, like family with like a lot of different components to it, like a lot of different ages, like a lot of different experiences. And, and I guess compare and contrast kind of like maybe what your, your family was like growing up as opposed to now and how that's kind of like, uh, been like a big, huge, like blessing. Yeah. 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 The family now is definitely like family with a capital F, you know, it's, this Uh is, this is, this is, you're in it. I'm (laughs) in it it to win it, you know, (laughs) Growing up, you know, I got the family that I needed. I still talk to all my family. I'm still cordial with all my family. I love them to death. And we're, we're making it work. We're doing a lot better than we used to. Mm. You know, my sister's doing her thing. My dad's doing his thing. And I love talking to them. I love hearing what they're doing. But day to day, like now, I got a family of my own that I have to take care of. And I couldn't imagine anything else besides, like, putting my family first Mm -hmm. and growing up that wasn't always the case but now i i love it Mm -hmm. i mean i live for my family i die for my family and everybody here is a part of my family yeah so it's not just the people that i'm living with on the day-to-day and i'm extending my reach to my friends to my family and to those fortunate to be in my life yeah I feel f- very fortunate, and it's been, like, so awesome to, like, see you, like, grow into, like, such a, like, an anchor to, like, to a family. It's, like, it's, like, that's, like, there's not, a lot of the times, like, I don't have, like, a example of what that is, and, and to, like, step into this role, like, without, like, a ton of, like, guidance. Like, I've, of course, like, like, your father and, and Rocco, and, like, everyone has, like, their pseudo-examples, but it's, like, your job is different than both of their jobs, like, you know? 100%. So, and, and I, so you said something interesting there. You said, oh, you're, you're the anchor of the family, you know? You keep it down. You lock it down. <laughs> you guys might think that, but I say this to everybody, all right? I feel like at any moment, I barely got my head above water, and I'm trying <laughs> over here, and I'm swimming. I'm like, I got it. I got nowhere. I got it. I got it. Right? <laughs> so outside, it looks all stable and everything, but inside, I'm still treading water, right? Yeah. I still got going, my man. You had me fooled. Right? I was like, Steven's got it, man. I got it. Over <laughs> right? scratching notes on my little pad. No, like, yeah. That's break the, out in the future when it's And you know what? I don't I think I'm going to feel like that my whole life. But yeah. it's not a bad feeling to have. Yeah, I'm sure you get, like, used to it. And you, obviously, like the support is there, so like that's that's something that can't be taken for granted, like from your wife and like her parents and and your friends around and stuff like that. What's it like having kids? It's I, amazing. I don't have any kids. Yeah, I, yeah. Do you want to give like the like the overview of of the the little chickies that yeah. you got? So yeah, I have uh, my daughter Julie, who's named after my mother. Um, I have Rocco who's named after my wife's dad. So it's all in the family. Keeping a family business and kids are a blessing, dude. They make you look at everything so differently. Imagine. And it's just, it's a way to like see the world new, you know? Mm. I want to try to give them every experience, right? Not just like give them whatever they want, but like have them experience the world through their eyes and whether it's good, whether it's bad, I just want them to feel something. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's deep. What do you think the what's the toughest part of of like raising 
two young kids. I'm I'm sure like Ashley probably has like a list of like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but as as a dad, like what is like what's the uh, keeping keeping that even keel, mm, right? Because mm. they 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 make me so happy, and they make me like oh oh so bad. They're, you're not a good parent unless you feel like you want to throw your kid out the door. <laughs> you know you want to kick you want to do something. You know, but you gotta feel that because you gotta love them to the point where it's like, what the hell are you doing? You know, all right? Mm-hmm. You know better. Yeah. But I just try to stay as even as I can. I am by no means a perfect father, but just keep rolling, keep doing the best you can, and try to make, uh, you know, if I mess up, I make the next day like a new year. Mm-hmm. Come in, hey, knock it out. I heard that before. <laughs> it is. Heard that. Yeah. Mondays, I try to reset myself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that you say, like, uh, like, 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 basically showing that you care. Like, even if you get mad, like, that's good because it lets you know and it lets them know that you actually are invested in care. Because, like, I've never – my my brother and our father, like, has never, like, r- like really, like, raised his voice and, like, cared. Like, we like we didn't, like, mess up on purpose, like, these big ways to, like, get his attention and stuff. But just recalling, like, oh, like, he was just, like, just was not engaged at all. So I think that, that level of contrast of deep, deep, like, love – but then also it's like discipline as well. But then the ability to kind of like wipe the slate clean at any point, which you do so well, like you just like float into any room and don't let like yesterday uh, color or or change the 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 vibe or the frequency for everybody else. You're just like, hey, I'm going to wipe the slate clean. Where are we at right now? And that's something that I really re- appreciate about you. Awesome. Thank you. Of course. So, Ian. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> How did you uh, make your way down to, to San Diego, and what are some of like the pivotal like life experiences that have turned you into the person that you are? Oh, man. Heavy. Real <laughs> heavy. Right, Rewind the mind a little bit. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Since yeah. Steven started in, uh, in Oaktown up north, I think I'm going to have to take it back to Oakland. So, you know it. Um, I was born in Oakland in uh, 1987. You know, shout out to any of those 80s babies out there. Uh, born in the 80s born, raised yeah, in the 90s yeah born in the 80s in Oakland and then you know family had the uh had the the awesome idea to get out of there and move down um to southern california but we landed in south central so still <laughs> maybe not the best place you know add a few months and a couple more years to the mix um had the even better idea to get out of that crazy area and move to glendale california um so that's kind of where i claim as to being where i was raised um, so raised in Glendale, a uh, little rambunctious kid, tons of energy. I was a, I was a skater, little skater kid, man. You know, anarchy, all that stuff. You know, destroy, destroy things. It's hilarious uh, as compared to you know where my mind is now and you know progress that I made and stuff like that. But um, grew up skateboarding and then uh, joined the Marines after high school. And after the Marines, uh, kind of landed me in San Diego, where I'm at now, over in Oceanside. And uh, that's how I ended up meeting uh, Aaron and Ryan and uh, met these two guys, a bunch of other friends, too. But, uh, you know, these two, some something particular about y'all. You know, Aaron, you guys just had a really good energy. Um, you know, we vibed really well. And um, I just kind of enjoyed each other's lives from there. I don't know, between you or me, which of us had more jobs between the <laughs> now and the last? I don't know, probably you, because I'm, I'm, like, consistently, <laughs> like, marginally employed but I realized it's like, oh, you have to create it yourself. <laughs> oh, got it. Now yeah. I got the groundworks of, of what my life's going to be. 
employment wise from there what was your time like spent in the military like what you what brought you into like serving for the country and 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 what did you learn in in that experience and like what rank and all that kind of shit yeah yeah, great question so um and i'm glad you brought it up i guess it's something i don't uh bring up often enough a lot of my friends oh you never talk about it and to me in my mind i'm always like oh no one really asked you know to me it's it's I can't tell sometimes if people are interested or disinterested, so I don't want to be just rambling on, you know, back in Nam, you know, back in my time, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, I'm glad you brought it up because it's super open. Anybody who has questions or wants to know anything, uh, 100% I'm an open book. So um, to dive into it, um, joined right out of high school, which um, I actually didn't even finish my normal high school. I went to an adult school because I didn't finish um, my classes in time. So I went into the Marines about three, four months after, uh, I guess, a normal high school graduation time, which gave me enough time to finish up my credits, get my diploma, um, and go to boot camp. And there wasn't really much going on. You know, I grew up uh, basically lower middle class, so you don't know, you don't hear um, about different, you know, high-end universities and things like that and big business opportunities. It's it's a very, it's a very interesting place to grow up. You know, you hear terms like Ivy League or entrepreneur, and they just don't, they, did, they didn't click. They didn't really mean anything to us um in our little circle in our little bubble over there you know mm. so um you know we didn't don't really have much direction you know i was just skateboarding and you know those fancy marine corps recruiters come up in their dress blue outfits looking super sharp um there's other services too but uh, i guess the marines just stood out to me they were super stern and um anyone inside here has met my father he's a very stern uh type of figure because he was in the military himself um so maybe i saw that reflection in him in them and you know Ended up going the route of the Marines, but um, went to the Pool E program, which is what it's called when you uh, before you get into the military. Um, when you're training up as a civilian, you're still a high school kid, but they're kind of slowly bringing bringing you into the ways of the military and uh, into the Marines in particular. Um, then once you officially graduate, then you can finally go to boot camp. Um, boot camp's a crazy experience, absolute whirlwind, um, but it gave me a lot of confidence that I didn't have, that I lacked, you know, growing up, um, and filled in some areas that I had gaps in. Um, so you kind of learn to learn to be an adult, learn to be a man, um, you know, for any males out there going. And um, from there it was, let's see, where did I go? From boot camp, first station was Okinawa, Japan. So went to Okinawa, Japan, was there three years. While I was there, uh, deployed to Afghanistan, then came back to Okinawa uh, for another several months. And then from Okinawa, went to Camp Pendleton. Um, Camp Pendleton, I was pretty much there for basically the remainder of my contract. Um, everything... When it's all said and done, was about nine years in total, uh, two different enlistments. My first enlistment was five years. Second one was four years. Um, but at that point in time, um, if any of you guys are, are unfamiliar with the whole military and retirement thing, at 20 years, you rate earliest retirement. So at 20 years, you basically you know get out and start getting those retirement checks. Um, you stay in after 20 years, then the retirement checks get, just get bigger. Um, so at nine years, you're pretty much halfway there. So you're kind of at a crossroads, and you're like, okay, we're, do I stay in and keep – keep going this route or, or do I want to get out and pursue something else? And um, funny enough, right around my seventh or eighth year, I started discovering and learning more and more about business and um, entrepreneur, entrepreneurial types of ideas because um, I was in San Diego at the time and I started hanging out in Carlsbad. In Carlsbad, there's um, there's a lot of affluence there. There's just thriving businesses, a lot of entrepreneurs, um, a lot of real estate, a lot of real estate millionaires in California. And uh, that's where I started to learn um, I guess started to, to increase my business acumen and learn what that was all about. And that just mm. blew my mind. It opened my entire, you know, life up. So since my eyes were open with that, 
um, the next year or two, I kind of devoted just learning more and more about, you know, business and finance and those types of things. And that's when I kind of made the decision. I was like, okay, okay, I see what else is out there. Um, before I didn't know how much was out there when I was just in the Marines. Um, nothing wrong with it. Super, you know, hardworking, uh, blue collar style background in the military. Um, but I started seeing business as a, a better avenue for me to kind of expand my horizons and, you know, try to, you know, try to introduce something new into my life and, you know, see what I can do in that area. So, um, left the Marines and started pursuing business school and that's, Whew, <laughs> I'm like, since I've known you, you've been going to, to class. I've been in school since. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm just going like, to wrap it up this class. I'm like, yeah, right. always in some kind of class, man. That's That's been crazy because I was working full time and then going to college at night, essentially. And I realized doing that, I couldn't, at the pace I was going, it, it would would have taken me eight or nine years or something like that to, to finish. So I had to make some kind of change. So. Um, bounced around a bunch of different jobs, um, got some sales positions, got some couple grunt work positions, things like that, um, just to, you know, keep providing. Um, but yeah, working full time during the day and then going to school at night and just chipping away at it slowly over time. And, um, you know, finally got through the, the whole finance thing and stuff like that and, um, landed me where I'm at now. So, mm-hmm. um, I do I guess about six years later, but, um, gosh, just a ton of good experiences between then. And that's, that's when you came into my life, uh, you and your brother, Ryan, right around 2014, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 14, yeah, probably like around 14. Seven years now, something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. And it was great, man. Lots of lots of deep experiences. Lots of lots of things I guess none of us could, you know, foresee coming out. I mean, I went through my own personal struggles, you know, leaving the military. Um, you know, that's, you know, that's one thing that, you know, I experienced. It was kind of hard to kind of figure out for myself and bounce around jobs and school and then um, – couple years after I left I lost my oldest brother and mm-hmm. then I almost lost my house after that so there's some tough times and then knowing you you guys had the passing of your mother which was oh, that was a big one you know mm-hmm. yeah um, dude I slept in your bed like the night <laughs> afterwards dude like yeah. that was that was wild like like yeah. after it happened like I had Rocco with me and like my mom had uh two like wiener dogs so like Rocco couldn't stay at the house and I was yeah. just like after my mom passed, like I was in my Volvo that I had just driven 18 hours Volvo. down there. Gosh, and man, I forgot about that. like it was like she passed at like four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and like the sun was coming up and like the, the people had already like wheeled her out and like she was gone. And like I was in my car just like on like the ground, just like my dog in the car, like feeling like I had nowhere to go. Like like I couldn't go in the house. I wasn't about to like, just like leave my dog. Bob was dealing with his like he everyone was like morning ryan was in his room and i was just sitting in my car and like like i called you and you answered and like told me to come over and then you allowed me to like like have rocco there and like i had crashed in your bed (laughs) and i was like that was like the first that was the very first thing that, that happened like after she passed so thank you and like for that and then Ryan came in and was like, "Hey, we're going to Barrel Republic." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to Barrel Republic afterwards, but but yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's wild how these experiences kind of just happen, and it's like when we look back on it, it's like like there's always like that that unknown on the other side, like getting out of like the military and like oh, yeah. like like l- allowing like a, a little sense of curiosity to kind of like influence a big decision like to because it's I, i'm sure it was like quite uh 
alluring to be like, you know what? Like I could do another 11 years, 10 years and get retirement for life. Essentially. It's like, like those, but it's something in you was like, Hey, like I'm, I have a thirst for like knowledge essentially. And, and I want to go in that route. And it's always so interesting because like our lives kind of like shift and change based off of, uh, these decisions that we make, even if we go, our lives to an extent to a point of like oh like this is kind of like expected now like you go to school for this long but then you end up in something that's more along the lines of like where your passion is or or of service and i would uh it's always just so interesting to see how we all like arrive uh at certain places you know agree man much agreed i think we're we're all like that yeah you know everybody here you know like we we go, we try to go to school for something, and then we find what our passion yeah. is. No. It's like, okay, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. This yeah. makes it a lot easier. What you know? did you find, Stephen? Um, so I got my degree in biochemistry. I worked a pharmacy job for like a month. Best paying job I've ever had in my life. The worst job I've ever had in my <laughs> life. And I hated it. I hated going to work. I hated working. I hated the people there. And I needed to do something else. And my wife said, well, what do you like to do? I was like, well, I don't know. I like working out. I like running. And she's like, well, can you help other people do that? I was like, oh, well, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> like, Nobody ever asked. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what, kind of what I did. And like now we, I, we co-founded a nonprofit called ADAPT. And ADAPT's mission is to enable anybody with a disabling condition to live a more fulfilled and capable life. So we're helping anybody with neurological diseases from spinal cord injury, MS, TBI, all kinds of different things. And we're just helping them exercise. We have three different pillars where it's functional movement, mental health, and community. And mm. it's it feels like I don't work when I go in there. Mm. It's fun. And that's kind of the same thing that I got with you and Costco. You know, we got in there and it was fun to work. Mm-hmm. That's what I've tried to been finding throughout my life is someplace where it's fun to work. Mm. Hats off to you, man. Super hats off to you. Yeah, you can see the impact Stephen has and just hey, that helps the parties keep the balance. we've had. Yeah. 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 Helps me keep that balance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've been fortunate to hang out with you and some of the, um, I guess, the patients or? Members. The members. members. The members. members. So some of their members and uh, just amazing people. And you can see the energy and connection they all have um, with each other. So it's it's great, man. You, you guys are definitely doing some it's impact. It's hard yeah. to have a bad day when yeah. somebody comes in having a great day in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. 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 Most definitely. No, it's 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 been a beautiful thing to to watch you like grow within your profession and in the impact that you have on people's lives. It's like it's like like your overall outlook kind of like permeates through like your family, through your work, through your friendships. And it's like always such like an inspiration because like the spaces that you've invited me into, like with like uh, with the mem- with your members and who are like frankly like my friends too like shout 100%. out to Jonathan shout out to Andrew like like we watch like UFC fights together and all that kind of stuff so like you really like infuse like like the real like meaningful like work in in trying to rebuild like 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 people like essentially and and rehabilitate and and get uh it's just I don't know it's it's hard to like contextualize something that has such like an impact but then it also like like you say it's you say it's like it's not hard work but it's like it's it's hard work like to to be to be a a physical therapist and to and to 
to show up every single day. Like, there's no like days on off. Like, you can't. Yeah, you can't, trenches, yeah you can't. You can't. You can't just be like, oh no, like let somebody else like 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 do this today. It's like you're you're needed, and and I'm sure everybody appreciates you uh, that you work with. But it's not. It's definitely not. Uh, it's not Costco, <laughs> and it's not working like in a lab coat, like with a beaker. Even though, like, I think like you in a lab coat is kind of hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I look good in a lab coat. All right? yeah. I don't look good in a cubicle. I can't do a cubicle at all. Get me out of there. I'm envisioning bald with a lab coat. I'm, yeah, just, I'm still trying to get over the, bald the glasses. I'll imagine. tell you, I'll bring the bald head back one okay. time. Okay. Right? Give, give me a warning or heads up or something before you do yeah. that. When I need to go go on the lamb undercover. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, shout out to Adapt. 100%. Yeah, speaking of, of Adapt, it's like we don't, like we don't, I think like creating like the ability to adapt to our circumstances because we don't, we don't know what's around the other corner, but it's like, I think, I think it is like a skill. Like I, th- I feel like Ian, you've probably like, like experienced that ability to adapt Stephen, you've experienced like the ability to adapt and i've experienced that ability to adapt and i think it's like it's like yes like a survival thing to because you got to survive at the end of the day um but it's like it's almost like the like we going back to like circumstances like putting us in that situation where we have to uh kind of like run on the fly and 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 just take a different route and i I don't know. I, it's just so wild just to see everything culminate into like experiences like this, where it's like, oh, right. like, like, oh yeah, it's low key. Like we're just kicking it in the the sick Airbnb, and like we played basketball in the snow. And hey, we're just, explain it a little more. We're we're the, just, we just got done with the polar vortex. Yeah, uh, yeah. Portland got the most the snow it's ever gotten. <laughs> yeah, in in a number of years, and we're just like just everything aligning up to just and like the sun this. just came out for the first time. Everything's starting to melt away. It's, it's just a little, a little different now. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I guess just like observing and just like appreciating this time that we get to spend with one another and appreciating the journey that we've had to get to this point, like all together. And I'm just like super grateful just to like keep on like learning and growing. And I I, I do want to like, okay, a lot of the times I don't I don't write things down for this podcast and have like a list or note, but like kind of just riff. But like speaking about like adapting and like changing um ian's a huge like book buff like he always has like all the and he's buff too like i know <laughs> like, I can't, like you can't like see like based off the audio but but ian, yeah ian swole you can hear it in his voice. ian swole <laughs> i don't know how he does it by eating donuts and shit but oh, yeah he's swole donuts, yeah he, donuts <laughs> donuts and breakfast everybody else is like not tripping about <laughs> food and then he's like where's where's the food like where's the pancakes where's the where's the continental breakfast and i was like bro it's like eight o'clock always gotta eat man (laughs) always gotta have something but uh but a book that i borrowed from you kind of like that's what kind of got me going in like this whole like mindfulness like self-awareness space because i hadn't had like my upbringing wasn't like validate your inner world it was very much like what's around you what can you acquire like like look around for other people to tell you how great you are and stuff and the book that you had like you had laying around uh, breaking the habit of being yourself by dr joe dispenza and i'll tell this to anybody who like is interested in like starting their like journey into self-awareness and mindfulness and just like like 
any personal development, but I borrowed that book from you and it absolutely changed my life. And like, like just getting into the science of like neurological change and, and how we can rewire our brains, like in creating like a tangible, logical, like process as to how to do it. Like I will forever like and it was just like by chance too. It was just like, Oh, like I, like I was, like, we were just, we had like open door policy being neighbors and it just like the screen door would be open. You'd be like, like laying on the couch or something and be like, Hey, what's going on? And I just like walk in and just like, like check out the books and I opened it up and started reading it. And I was like, Oh, this is like facts right here. So said, what's like, this? yeah, what is this? And it just spoke to me. It. So like, it's just so wild. Like how like those little tiny things yeah. like that are available in every single moment too. Like, like you never know like when you're gonna like pick up something from a conversation or a person that's why like creating like a level of like reverence for each moment and appreciating each moment is or being aware and awake and like uh it's easy to kind of analyze like the through line to those formative experiences but like that book changed my life but it's like if you weren't so interested in like develop personal development and growth mm-hmm. yourself and then me recognizing that and then we kind of have that shared uh that shared like belief of like growth and mm-hmm. like development and stuff yeah. it's like we can kind of learn and kind of piggyback on what each other has learned which is why it's so important to like surround yourself and going back to choosing the people that were around it's like when i, I choose to be around steven because of his outlook and his energy is like the sweetest nicest kindest person that i've like ever known so it's like big, oh big that's something that i want to to be more of too and it's like how do you get there well you don't hang around angry people if you're trying to be more kind mm-hmm. like if you're interested in like creating businesses or or wealth how about hang around people that have that in mind as well and we have those opportunities to do that instead of just oh well i went to i went to high school with somebody so therefore i gotta like create my whole life around this person like that's complete bullshit like you can let go of like unhealthy people habits or anything but it has it's first like define like what it is that that you want and I guess if I don't want to like project, but like, like what are the things that, that you've wanted in each of your lives? Like I've, I feel like I have like a, like a little bit of a, an idea, but I'll let both of you kind of go in on, on what it is that kind of guides your life and like the experiences that you want to like walk into, or at least like at the end of, at the end of it all, like what, what did, what do you want to like leave behind? So, <laughs> Start with Steven. Take this. Think of what I got. The the like, easiest way to think about it is to think about uh, my kids. What would I want them to have? Um, not just that what I didn't have, but you know, what can I give them? So uh, we touched on this a little bit before, but I just try to give them every experience. I'm not gonna push them to play a sport. I'm not going to put, oh, well, I played basketball, so you're going to play basketball. But, you know, there's a basketball hoop in our house. There's also tennis rackets, golf, soccer, football. We, I just want to have everything available to them and let them make their own decision. Mm-hmm. Um, travel, you know, if you want to travel, we can do that. If you want to stay at home, we can do that. Whatever. I want to just have the options and let them make their own decision. And I think growing up, that's one thing I didn't have is a lot of options. Um, I kind of had to make do with what I had, but you know, if you have those options, if you have those things available to you, 
I think it's a lot easier for you to think big. Um, giving them just options to know, like, hey, everything's open. Do whatever you want to do. Be your own person, and I will support you 110%. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just my kids. I try to do that with my family, my friends, myself. I think mm-hmm. myself is the hardest person. Mm. I, I know. <laughs> I got myself. I know where I'm at, but it's not enough still. Yeah. And I still got to try to – I got to try to be more efficient with my time because mm-hmm. where I'm at isn't where I want to be. Mm-hmm. But I got to change small things – to get where I'm at and just make my time, use my time more effectively, mm-hmm. use it more efficiently. At the same time, put my family first. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, you got a lot on your plate, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a that's a like to balance all of that. Like, but you're definitely doing it, and it's it is just like that process of just like kind of having like a a vision or an outline of it, and then just like a, keep on moving into it <laughs> and filling it out. And hanging with you guys in this house has helped me so much just the time that we've gotten together the time that we spend and just to be able to hang out and see things a little differently right mm-hmm. like yeah it's it's, it's an amazing opportunity uh, and i can't wait to go back and put some of these projects to use in my life <laughs> put code names to use yeah put code names up knock it out and yeah chilling Super. Yeah, gonna, I'm really glad you went first. So I appreciate, appreciate I don't even that. remember what the question was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Outlook and it. then put it into the frame. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. 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 I don't even know Move half it? the shit yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Your mama got a mouth on the back of my neck. She eat like this. <laughs> oh, man. Eddie Murphy, Delirious. That is, that is, that is a good one, man. We were laughing pretty late last Dude, night. Dude, I literally quote that movie every day. Yeah. What's your favorite quote? From there. I do. I there's quotes that I didn't even know that I say that are from that. And I was watching it last night. I was like, I don't. I say that way too much. I was much, making the right? connection last night too, and laughing. I'm like, he does say that. Oh man, I, that's I, a fire. Yeah, I, I can't think of. Like, there was one where I was like, whoa, I didn't even know that was from it, but I can't yeah. even remember what it was. Like, yeah. oh man. So oh man, good time. I guess I'll jump up, jump up, and uh, try to answer that question to the best of my ability here. So, um, gosh, what's one thing? But I want. So I've gone back and forth. I, I guess the last several years I've done a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of self-discovery mm. and uh, trying to refine and really discover a little bit more of who I am and what I want out of life. So I think I think it's going to come down to finding my why, my 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 ultimate deepest why. Just coming back to you know just the basic your own basic internal truth, you know, your own basic internal compass. Um, and within the last several years, I came um, in contact with this concept, or I don't know what you want to call it, but it's basically called the inner chi- your inner child. So it's, it's your inner child. And I think it's, it's the place where your, where your innermost natural desires uh, come from. And I love, I love the correlations and comparisons I've heard of where people want to go in life and what their why is and this and that when taking into consideration the, the mind of a child. I love comparisons with the mind of a child. I think children have the most purest, unadulterated moral compass and just why coming from inside. They haven't gone through enough of the world to get turned all these different ways, and they haven't, they haven't I guess they haven't 
maybe had enough experiences to, to know, oh, I have to, I have to wear this certain mask when I'm in this situation, or I have to protect this, or oh, I can't be this way that I know I naturally am when I'm around this group of people, or, oh, in this situation, I have to hide this or mold it or be this way. Um, but as we grow into adults, you know, teenagers and then adulthood, it's mask after mask after mask. And you just mm -hmm. learn, you get better and better at hiding these certain things you don't want people to see. And then, you know, multiply that 10, 20, 30 years later and you wind up this person, you're like, oh, my God, you become detached from what that internal why is. Um, and I think I've, I've in the last few years finally come to a place where I could recognize that and be like, oh, my gosh, I think I think I'm pretty distanced pretty distance or far now far away from to, to the point where my inner child and my why is is almost unrecognizable um i remember some of the things um some of the emotions and some of the original interests that i had um as a child and i constantly try to try to draw a link back to those or, or do something um in the current day that, that kind of gives me that 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 very innate natural spark of enjoyment and emotion and it's difficult sometimes but but i think i've been working on that and just just trying to get back to what my my deepest internal why is. And then once I find that, I want to essentially start rebuilding my life as if I was, I guess for lack of a better term, like reborn, you know, just like, mm -hmm. okay, this is, this is who I am. And this is who I want to present myself to the world as not for, you know, other people, but just because it's, it's who I am and, and doing it from a more, a position of being more unashamed of who I am. Um, being more, I guess, just more vulnerable and not, reacting so much to the world around me and literally just doing it from a place of, of deep inside and it's like okay i'm connected to my why and i think as long as you're connected to your why and doing things from that you can't really you can't really fail because I, I think if you're coming from that why you're, you're gonna whatever you do is, is going to result in some form of happiness whether it's happiness and success whether it's you know spiritual success monetary success um having better family and friends around you i mean whatever that may look like for each individual person which i think is going to be different for everyone um but i think is as long as whatever you're going for comes from that very, very deep place, it's it's going to be pure, um, regardless mm -hmm. of what direction it goes in. You know, and granted, it doesn't hurt anyone or <laughs> messes, you know, messes up or brings pain to, to anyone else's life. Hopefully, you know. Um, but yeah, just just reaching back to find that inner why and you know, let my inner child out. Yeah. What are some of the practices that you've identified that allow you to connect to your inner why or express the inner child that's like, oh, this is a practice or something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life because I know it aligns with that mission to find the inner why and to yeah. to cultivate, create that space and to grow from that that truth? Yeah, Oof, this is a hard one. Um, I think letting myself be scared and telling myself it's okay to be scared because you'll go <laughs> yeah Damn, you're deep, bro. Man. He said you're i'm deep, deep. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things i've noticed i've done um a lot of things i've known i've avoided because as soon as i feel the, the 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 energy the direction going in that direction i feel that fear and you feel that little fear shake inside you and it triggers something and you've just gotten so used you've gotten good at immediately switching gears um from that thing that that you're scared of doing and then Later on down the road, you look back, you're like, wait a second, why? Why was I scared of that? That thing came from a very natural, raw, like, you know, personally intimate place. Why was I, why was I scared to go to that direction and, you know, pull apart the layers and this and that? You're like, oh, maybe I was around certain people or, or the situation. I was uncomfortable and this and that. Um, I think you give yourself the space and the time to be scared. And just, um, we were talking about it earlier this morning. It's like a, I guess, a thing in meditative practice where you just observe um, without judgment. You just look at something and observe it and kind of watch it 
come and pass and you don't you don't judge it you don't you know be angry about it or anything like that you just look at it and say huh okay maybe i need to pay more attention to that thing and it comes while you're in that space of being scared and you kind of i don't know you just kind of got to work on being comfortable being in that place because at the end of the day it doesn't nothing bad really happens to you when you're in that scared space it's just uncomfortable i think it attacks the ego and it might big ego i know i have and um I know whenever the ego's attacked, you just, it kind of adds to fear. And the more you run from it, the more further away you get from that inner space and that inner why. But I think the more you, you at least focus on it, maybe you may not be at the point to where you can attack it and just run, you know, towards it at 100 miles per hour. Um, but I think the more time you give yourself just to be there and just be silent and just let yourself be scared and just watch, just observe what that is, I think that'll bring me a little bit closer back to my why and say, okay, mm. maybe you can even peel apart why you're scared of that thing or why you don't want to go in that direction. Um, but I don't know, just focusing on those points. So I guess for anybody yeah. listening, if you, something makes you scared, just watch, you know, yeah. take a look at it, listen and be like, okay, why do I feel that way? You yeah. know, why, why have I built that emotion? Cause I think even fear is a learned emotion. You know, that's why kids touch stoves. They, they, they haven't learned that that causes pain yet, but they're always going back to a kid, man. I know it's about kids, just a very raw, like, you know, innocent energy coming from that space until they learn that that thing's going to hurt them. You know, they're still going to reach out, you know, reach yeah. out and touch it. Yeah. So. Damn. I kind of went completely off the rails. No, 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 you're right on. Hurt, man. Man. No, that was right on, bro. Yeah. Like, that was right on. that up. Nice. It didn't really sound right. But. Yeah. No, it sounded perfect. And, and like, when we do, like, encounter the fear or the anxiety, like, I experienced that, like, like luckily like my practice has allowed me to observe like when i'm certain situations like bring up like this anxiety like in my chest and i'm just like oh like this is here right now and it's just like getting curious about that and each time that that happens or a fear happens it's like it's an opportunity to let you know where you're at like with things and it's like like it's almost like you need to like say thank you because it's still coming back to show you like like the i guess to the depths in which this this program or fear has permeated like your being and it's like you keep on each time it reminds you to to sit with it even more and it's like the more you do something the better you get at it and it's just like instead of the running away the habit of running away from from the things that bring us discomfort or or fear or whatever it's like each time this uncomfortable thing comes up it's like thank you for giving me another opportunity to 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 face this fear or to to have a different experience or react differently to this thing and i guess through time with that like that growth mindset that you're that you're alluding to it it's it makes life more fun and when it's like hey i'm on my team like i'm i'm on the team of i'm not going to sabotage myself from 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 human like or kick myself for human emotions human reactions absolutely it's like human. i was like absolutely like emotion. everybody does this like yeah. what like i'm not like the i'm not the one-off person that that yeah. feels bad <laughs> about that. Like, everyone like everyone it. Like, yeah. yeah everyone acts like <laughs> like oh yeah the only person who ever got afraid of something yeah. like you like i think uh person like identifying like so personally to things it's like it's not your fear it's not your emotion like it's it's just that's just what it is outside of yourself and that you're you're onboarding for a little bit of time and then you let go of it and then sometimes it's here sometimes it's not it's always a flowing continuum and the more we accept like the breadth of all experience we become less attached and identifying with it like that is me 
Like, unless it's like you're a Warriors fan, and that's not going to change. Hey, <laughs> hey, but, hey, uh, hey, we had a good uh, run. Yeah. Hey, in the '90s, we, we I was still a fan in the '90s. I'll still be a fan when everybody's gone. Yeah, so some <laughs> things are more permanent than others. But, but like, hey, hey, this year has definitely taught me to be comfortable being uncomfortable, even as a Warriors fan. Right? And I, I think um, meditation is something that has taught me to be comfortable being uncomfortable. I think that is a played a big key in my life. I know when I went on my journey, um, when I started meditation, it was all about trying to be equanimous. So like Ian said, having that feeling come in, seeing the feeling, not reacting to it, whether it's high, whether it's low. There's been times where I'm meditating where I feel like my body's vibrating and (laughs) I feel like I'm outside myself and I feel like, oh, this is it. This is why I'm meditating. (laughs) And there's times when I'm meditating where I feel like, oh my back hurts what am i doing i can't sit still i'm all anxious and everything but meditation is what it is and i have to accept it be equanimous know that there's a high know that there's a low but always try to be on that middle ground i'm writing that down by the way equanimous i I need that in my trademark coming (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like the key and peel skit when they're just like doing like the football players like equanimous johnson (laughs) university of maryland (laughs) tech (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Equanimous. What's what's been uh, your guys's highlight of this this uh, little trip that we've been so blessed to to have with one another? Skirting around in the two wheel drive. Oh skirt, skirt, yeah, skirt, skirt, okay. skirt, sliding around. <laughs> sliding around. Yeah, like we've we've gotten stuck many many times. Figuring out which roads we can go down, which roads we can't go down. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. It said four it did, or five people pushing it. Pushing a two-wheel drive. Hey, but we never uphill yeah, in the snow. We, we got. We never needed help. Yeah. All right. I know yeah. we got enough <laughs> help here. Yeah. yeah. All these cars getting stuck in front of the house and us just like watching playing like, basketball like in the snow. Cat. Yeah. I like basketball. Basketball in the snow, in the snow was dope. Like, that like was I super said, sick. like oh, it's like so new. The snow was so fresh. I'm gonna go play basketball in the yeah, snow. Yeah, that was right? tight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, right now, no, it's all icy outside. Yeah. That was nasty. Bust my ass if I go play basketball yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Now this is second that. Yeah, yeah this has been a an awesome, awesome experience. Um, we got Ryan and Olivia finishing up our breakfast. They've freaking killed it. Amazing breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. Highlight, highlight of my trip. Breakfast. Yeah. Man. Entering 2021, power couple vibes over there. Totally. But yeah, we're about to finish up our stay here. Um, we got Scott doing some yoga in the living room. Just hey, what's I, what's been your highlight? My highlight is is is, is you guys, there. man. Like <laughs> you guys, like when you guys came to the came to the door. Like if you couldn't tell, I was very happy. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> like I was like borderline about to cry. I was like, oh my gosh, like like when you when you get something that you didn't like expect, but you know that you needed. Like that was like that was really really like big and it it really means a lot that you guys like showed up and i'm and i and i'm observing like a better ability to appreciate and like express like the level of gratitude that i have uh and it's nice to like create those that you guys initiated and created a condition for me to like grow into learning to express and and receive and to to really uh i don't know be a part of this experience and and 
yeah, I'm just, I'm just like grateful and I'm excited that, that you guys are in my life. It's like, I'm like, how did I get so lucky? And, ditto, and we all ditto. get to like invest in one another and I get to like take notes on how to be a good father from Steven. I get, I get to take notes from Ian, how to, how eat to, donuts, baby. How, to eat, to eat donuts <laughs> and, and be a homeowner and, and just like regimented and, and disciplined and, and like all the above like we always just have a good time with one another it's like this is like it's super easy we laugh a lot like we joke around a lot like we get grumpy Grumping. sometimes That's like part. yeah <laughs> tell like old stories about little bam bam uh, yeah little stories about like how i used to crump i was a, a fledgling crumper in high school and and just talk about those kinds of stories so it's just it's amazing to like watch all of us grow and and to know that we all have support like we found uh, our family and 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 we just want to keep growing and in, investing in one another so i'm super super grateful for you guys um eso, eso. <laughs> yeah but uh yeah uh if there's anything else you guys would like to say feel free to go for it outside of that where can people find you on the interwebs uh, I'm I'm on Instagram. Uh, yeah. but, uh, Reluctantly, yeah, I, I, I like to think of my Instagram handle more as a symbol. Uh, I remember when you showed me your ID one time. I was like, "What's your signature?" And it's like, "Oh, AR." And I was like, "What? <laughs> you don't have a signature?" He's like, "No, it's my symbol." <laughs> so uh, on Instagram, my name is S A L A one one A L A S. Yeah. And always check out adaptmovement.org. Yeah, that's where it's at. Nice. I guess I'll uh, throw the IG handle out there too. Uh, mine's simple uh, at Ian Lockhart. Find me on there. Find about eight photos or something like that, <laughs> and not too much activity. Um, but I'm on there. You know, if you reach out, I'm pretty open book. You know, mention the podcast or whatever. If you heard something, uh, you know, I'll respond to whatever you ask if you send me something. So, um, yeah, just happy hey, to be here. Bro. Let's talk a little bit more about you, Aaron. What uh, about me? What brought you to Portland? Yeah. What? Okay, so we're just gonna. We're no, gonna no, okay. No, hey, 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 first, first of all, first of all, <laughs> do you remember the first time you met each of us? Because I don't remember the first time like meeting you. What I do remember is when we came in on Jersey Day, and everybody wore their like ah! NFL jerseys, <laughs> and oh then you came God. in with this like player wore <laughs> Miami jersey rolled up to uh, here. Oh like, my God! Who the hell is this guy? Dude, that is hilarious. Yeah, like I was a huge Miami Hurricanes fan, and like I I went on eBay and it's like like I I ordered like a jersey, but it was like from a player. Like it was like the like the actual like like super like neoprene like uh like material that like stretches over like the pads and everything so it's super like like slick like a batman outfit or like costume or (laughs) something like spider miami power ranger so i was like i was like super stoked i was like all right i got like a game worn jersey and i came in and it was just like super like sucked in tight on my body (laughs) with like with like shoulder pad like on top of it i was like it was just not the way it wasn't a throwback It, it wasn't like like how a jersey was supposed to be worn, but that You're was definitely yeah, definitely. <laughs> there's been a it lot of shifts, a, vibe. a lot of been a lot of ebbs and flows uh, in in Aaron since then. Yeah, it's funny, man. It is kind of great for me too, man. I don't think I remember the, the first yeah. instance. I remember several several hangouts. Oh man, I remember that one time. <laughs> must have been one of the first few. Remember when we got suits or, or blazers and we went out to Encinitas? It was Encinitas. Oh I think yeah, Encinitas yeah, yeah. Like, are we like overdressed for everything? Oh, completely overdressed. Yeah. I think we thought oh, it was like oh, yeah, 
we thought it was yeah we were just kicking it there it we're just so like off. i was wearing like a suit vest i was wearing like a vest with Feeling a dress shirt oh my god we thought it was the slickest thing and yeah let's go grab some nice jackets yeah but you're like a sucker for a suit though you love dressing up it's almost it's almost never the in it or the vibe like wherever i go it's almost never is but i love it you're like like mccallan and da 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 get Get Ian to to talk about like the whiskey and just the vibe. Like you love that shit. Super James. Just like Bond suits. Fan, I think I get half of it from suit that and ties. Yeah, we thought it was the slickest thing that night. Yeah, <laughs> I remember oh, going down to uh, two eight. Was that Hard Rock in San Diego when we used to go down there all the time? Hundred percent. That that was for my twenty second birthday. Twenty oh, second birthday. Fun place I always there. think. Of myself as 22. Whenever somebody's like, hey, how old are you? Like, that's the first image that popped <laughs> up. 22. Me, purple suit, got my Kobe's on. Uh, purple, suit, purple suit and Kobe's. Yeah. That oh was the living God. the club, purple right? Because I was wearing the Kobe's. That's yeah. Look. No, we have like a classic photo, though. Like, this classic, classic With photo. Where Aaron's pointing, like, right at the camera. I've never seen somebody, like, point, like, yeah. <laughs> There's that one. But the one I'm talking about is we're both in it. And you were. Like, it was your birthday. Like, you hadn't met uh, Ashley, your wife, yet. And uh, there's this photo of us where this girl was, like, in front of us. And she was kind of, like, pointing at us. Kind of like, oh, like, those these two cute guys yeah. type of thing. Got my face and then face both on. of us, both of us, like, you were, like, you were, like, Meh, like looking away. And, like, face. I had, like, I had, like, my hand, my head down just, like, smiling and, like, laughing. But it was just the funniest, like, like, oh, like we're just like nah, that ain't it, that ain't it, like type of thing. But it was just like a classic, candid moment of of uh, birthday vibes. Hundred percent to match these birthday vibes. These ones are birthday definitely a little more, different. This one hit yeah, different. Yeah, definitely more aligned. Had a few years, couple gray hairs to the mix. Yes, sir. Word. <laughs> well, let's get back to it. Where can people find you guys on the interwebs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hit me up at org. Check it out. We're always down for some donations. At Ian Lockhart for me. Just send me a message. Yeah. And ladies, Ian is single. So hit him up. <laughs> Loves the suit. Single and trying. Yeah. He I like, can't even say thriving. Single and trying. <laughs> now nah, you're thriving. We're all thriving. As Ryan cruises up. Lovely. Cruises Salud. up with the breakfast Even bagels. That's what's up. Thank you, Ryan and Olivia, for doing so much this this weekend. This is the best birthday of yeah. my entire yeah. life. And, yeah, I'm super, super grateful um thank you steven thank you ian thank you aaron for having us of course and thank you all for listening to opening presents Bye, y'all. <laughs>